and welcome to VIP Boxing's Bell to Bell podcast, episode 45. Thanks for watching on YouTube or listening on iTunes or Spotify. And if you can leave us a review from one of those outlets, that would be fantastic and help us get some promotion from them. I'm Steve Lillis. With me, my co-host as always, John Evans, donning his VIP gear. Well, we've got one of the main men at VIP here on That's the, right. the, the grand. <laughs> <laughs> I should have put mine on, but I'm too scruffy. Um <laughs> anyway, our special guest this week, a VIP man through and through, a boxer who was, should we say, a very serious prospect, super lightweight. He was 10 and 0 until he had to retire on medical grounds. It's Danny Wright. Danny, thanks for joining us today. Um, how are you? Okay? Yeah, good, mate. All good. Yeah. Nice. Man, I don't see you for about three years, and then I'll see you on a train on Saturday, and we were both out running yesterday for a match. Up near, was it Sal or Old Trafford, wherever it was? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just, just after Old Trafford, yeah. 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 But our, I mean, we, our bodies are temples, John. You see, we're a temple. That's we're like, you know, this, this is, this, this body's Roman Catholic now. <laughs> I, I thought about, about temples. It's more like a Buddha, isn't it? No, we're two <laughs> Roman Catholic bodies, Danny That's and myself. It. We might not go to church, yeah. but this is if, if 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 the Pope was here now, he'd just be blessing us because we will <laughs> see us as one of his own. Well, say, I mean, you know what? I've I've, I've not, not run for just over a year because I tore a disc in my back. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went yeah. Out yesterday, five k, and the first time I've done five k in a year, twenty-two minutes. So, oh, know, well, that's serious. That's serious. The, the boy's still got it. <laughs> I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Bullshit that. Food, he's, like one of the, he's like one of them thingy ones. You know, at the beginning of the lockdown when everyone was like frauding it. Yeah, we've got yeah. the clocks. There was a couple of footballers. A couple of footballers were caught blagging it, weren't they? Doing 17 yeah. minutes for 5K. And my, my, actual, my, my actual all-time record is 18 and a half. Is what? Oh, no, that's good. 18 and a half. I love that one. Well, no, you're a fit boy, John. You know, people don't know. They see you, John Evans, mild-mannered, bit of a Clark Kent character. But when you put that running gear on, that gym gear, you've been a grappler, a runner. You've been all sorts, mate. We know what we know all about you. This, yeah. this, this end of Manchester, Ashton, Tameside, Fowlsworth, Oldham, Shaw, you're a legend. Well, like Steve, <laughs> Steve Lillis on the terraces. Steve's been running right on the uh, away days with a full of mob. The last All right, days. I'm not going there. I'm not going there because you're <laughs> going to rip me. But um, anyway, Danny, what? Just tell us. We, I know you're going to talk about life after boxing, but what are you up to in life right now? I'm really busy, mate. I'm absolutely hammered out, to be honest. Um, I've been obviously working with Steve since I retired. You know, doing the VIPBA, and um, when I when I did when I did retire, there was always the prospects of working with Jamie doing uh, Walton ABC and. After like Christmas, we, we got going with that, and and that's gone from strength to strength. Like literally the last last week, we had our busiest week. Um, by the time it got to Thursday, we'd had over 100, 105 people through the door. Um, that's just in the classes, like not even in some of like the community stuff that I've been doing and the extra things that I've been doing in there as well. So it's literally like nonstop. Um, we've we've got some some boxers now who are, who are ready to go. Um, we're trying to, you know, get all them on the vault, get them all carded and stuff like that. And we've got some big ambitions for that place um, between myself, Chris Ogden, uh, Jamie, Jamie, and, and all the team, Charlotte of Maverick Stars. You know what I mean? We've got we've got some big plans there. Um, and other than that, like I'm literally working with Maverick Stars very closely, doing some stuff in the community. Um, and then also I've got a little job at a nice little uh, fitness studio called Block. But 
you know, it's it's nice, it's nice different, it's something different for me. That yeah, it's great. Yeah, you was off to block on Saturday, do some modelling, weren't you, in London? From yeah, what I saw, yeah, yeah. I saw your pictures on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some nice little lead shots and that. So yeah, they, they they made me look nice. I think I hope anyway. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're you're ready to go, John. You're usually full of questions, but you know you're you're oh, obviously yeah. ready to go. How this works, Danny, is you talk for three minutes. At the end of three minutes, John gets his bell out, and that's it. We all have to shut up. He gets a bit angry, and we button up. No have you got your clock ready, there, John? Everything's ready to go. And it's uh, you're going to start as always, John. And it's now or never for somebody. I think. I think it's now or never for Terence Crawford. You know. I just wonder if the best version of Terence Crawford we've ever seen might have been the 140 pound version where he just cleared, cleared everybody out, didn't he? Dominated everybody. But I've still got this feeling inside me that he's one of these guys who's got a real explosive jaw-dropping performance in him. We've not seen it yet. He's not had to produce it. He's won everything at a canter, hasn't he? Um, it's all set up for him now. He's got Sean Porter in November. He's got a good opponent who's going to come and, come and try and win and put it on him. A well-respected opponent. And he's also got benchmarks, hasn't he? Because Porter's been in with everybody and he's given everybody a good go. Yeah. If Crawford can better those other guys, put on a real display, get rid of Porter in spectacular fashion, I think he might just prove that he is what a lot of us think he is. And like maybe the most talented fighter of his generation, I think, he's just not, not had the opportunity to show it. And I think it's now or never for Crawford. If he flops against Porter, it's going to be difficult to gain that momentum again. But I don't think he will. I think he's going to real put on a show. Yeah, I, I believe I believe that he will. I think he's a he's, he's unreal in Crawford. I mean, like what like you said there, what he did in um in the under fight pound division was just, just next level. I think he's been he's been um, a victim of his own success as well, though. I don't really think he's someone who's very much wanted. Um, even though he is, you know, a massive star in boxing, like he's not really a cash cow, is he? He doesn't really draw um them big pay-per-views, say. I think he's not really been promoted well. I think that's a, that's a big factor in it. Why why the big fights haven't materialised. Um but he's definitely he's definitely one of the best of the, of, of, of the generation that's currently currently you know currently around. It's just like he just needs to prove it, um, and prove it against the actual best in and the best is in that division or around that division. Um, so I think I think it's it's definitely a big year for him, hundred percent. You know what, John? When you said you're gonna do this topic today, I just thought back to when we was in the Box Nation days when we had the, when they had to deal with top rank. And Barry Buncey, Barry Jones, myself and Steve Bunce would argue who was Lomachenko or Crawford, who was the best pound for pound. And I was very firmly in Crawford, but the momentum's just drifted away. And it, you know what's mad? It's mad to think that fight against Brady's Prescott when he leapt from kind of obscurity is eight and a half years ago. And I don't know who's to blame for the last three years. You know, obviously... We've had a pandemic, but in the last three years, Amir Khan, Kel Brook, and a mandatory against um, the Lithuanian, was it Cavalier Uskus? Yeah, mean machine. You know, um, and you know what? <sighs> He's just got to have big fights now because, you know, to, to prove he is, you know, to prove he, you know, he is the, what, you know, in the top three in the world because it's just such a shame the momentum has gone for, from him over the last two, three years. And obviously, I don't, you know, I don't, you know, I think he, maybe he's made mistakes and I agree with Danny, maybe top rank haven't... Prom Round two, um, this is my first subject tonight and I've deliberately brought this in because uh, 
Danny's with us, and it's how good is Dalton Smith? Um, Danny and Dalton would have been a massive professional fight. There was history from the amateurs, I'm sure Danny will, will tell us. And I see him, you know, I, maybe he weren't at his best against, was it Brian Pelaez in his last fight? But I still think he, he's, he, he might be one of the best, or he, he certainly is one of the best prospects in the world under 10 fights, if not the best. I think he's absolutely a fantastic fighter. He lives the life. So I shouldn't think he's ever had a bar of chocolate in his life. And I just wanted to get Danny in before you, John, on this one, because um, you yeah. thought it was an amateur and it was a fight that got away from you, I suppose, as, as a professional. Yeah, it was. I admit, I would. I, I really rate Dalton. I always have done. He, the first time I met him was up at GB, and I knew he was like, like a little star kid. Uh, we had some rounds and stuff, and I thought, wow, you know what I mean? This kid's like class, class act. Class, everything, everything about him as well as class. His, his attitude, his the way his persona, he's, he's a good guy. Me and him had a great fight. Um, it was close. I won, um, and it was just, it was just, it was a great day for me. You know what I mean? Um, and. And I, and I love the fight. I absolutely love the fight with him because he's he's just a quality operator. And me and him gelled so well. Ask anyone who was there; it was a special, special fight. Like you know, for an amateur, an amateur bout. Um, and I would have loved to have got got in there with him again in in the pros. But I really do think, as long as we all know what the pros are like, it's hard, it's an hard game. Um, but I I really do think he can go all the way. I, I genuinely do, and um, and I'm hundred percent behind him. Um, I'm a fan of him. I think he's just got he's got he's got something special about him. And mate, like I felt like I had I had myself. Do you know what I mean? And I would have loved to have mixed it again. Do you know what I mean? It would have been an absolute cracker. But that's obviously fate's fate in it, and that's how that's how things pan out. Like, yeah, it shows how big a prospect you were, Danny. But that's the level you were at. Because so far, Dalton's yeah. not put a foot wrong, has he? You know, no. he's one of those guys we always thought was good. But when he thought Nathan Bennett and being yeah. around here, we know Nathan's a good fight. You know, big tall. Can punch maybe a bit upright, but the way Dalton dealt with Nathan that that night was pretty spectacular. Well, I've seen, him, I've seen, I've seen him do it in the amateurs. Honestly, I've seen him do it in the amateurs where like if you box him a certain way, if you box Dalton a certain way, he's gonna knock you out. He can punch at mid mid to long range. He can dig hard. Um, you can't let him box. You can't let him box like that. That that's just the bottom line of it. And if and if you're not good enough to be able to take that away from him, you're gonna get your head punched in and get get schooled. I've seen him box great great international amateurs as well and. And I have a, I remember a Cuban, one like world number one Cuban, and he boxed him when he was young, and he like went away, and it was close fight with him in the W in the, like no world boxing super series, close fight. So I mean, you've got to, you know, you know what he's about. It's just you've got to take that away from him. You've got to make him fight. You don't want to fight a fight. He doesn't want to fight. That's the only way you beat. He's, 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 that's quite... <laughs> Round Danny. Round three over to you. You're going to talk about life after boxing, Danny. Well, for me, it's uh, it, it's been it's been a it's been a mad one to be honest because I don't think I was going to stop so soon. You know what I mean? Twenty two, it was oh, that was my last fight. It come three years ago, a couple of weeks ago, I think, if on the fifteenth of September, three years since my last bout. Um, I, like I say, I, I was driven to towards in my mind to go to the top, uh, or, or or nearly there. Do you know what I mean? I, I believed I could I could have done it. Uh, I worked hard, I trained hard, but. That's life in it, um, but life of the boxing. I mean, I've been lucky. I can't lie. Um, the first, the first six months was tough finding, like um, you know, myself and, and understanding like a bit of identity and stuff around all that. Losing boxing as a, as a boxer, but I've been lucky with Steve. Honestly, unbelievable man. Him, like, like you can't. I can't ask for someone better around me. Jamie Moore, my coach, my old coach Ben. He's just been, even though it devastated him just as much as me. He's always been there. My family. You know what I mean, everyone around me, 
everyone around me, my friends. So it's just driven me on. And now doors are opening because I'm positive. I, I believe in all that PMA stuff, you know what I mean? Just just keep thinking positive and you, you, still good stuff happens to you, you know what I mean? And keep trying and enjoying life. I've been in, be able to enjoy things that if I was fighting, I wouldn't be able to enjoy. Um, yeah. So that's all good. And mate, it's just, you just got, you, just, you can't, you can't dwell on stuff. Because at the end of the day, if you do, then you, you end up being a bit of a, in my opinion, you end up going down the wrong route. If you dwell on things that are bad, you end up down a bad route. You might as well just get your head around it and and, and push on in a, in a positive way. That's the best thing you can possibly do. And that's what I try and do. And now I'm influencing your younger people and younger kids who are coach. And hopefully one day I'll have my own stable. Um, if I can, you know what I mean, get, get in the position where financially I can do that. Um, without without needing the finances to train fighters and, and just using that as something that I love. That's my aim. That's my goal. Um, and I think I'm going to be able to do that over the next next few years. Like, Has it, has it given you a, a different aspect of a sport, Danny, seeing it from this side? You know, because I, I imagine your thoughts are, Steve, about everything you're involved in, yeah. selling up now and drumming up interest. Has it given you a different yeah. idea about it? Yeah, I can see that from, from the side of Steve, the more the business side and, and, how, and how difficult it is. Um, that's something else I wouldn't mind getting into. Like, I wouldn't mind getting into that side of it um, down the line, but I couldn't do what Steve does. Steve, Steve's just a, another level of crazy, <laughs> I think, with boxing. Um, but it, it is, you don't get many like him, and I couldn't do what he does. Uh, but definitely down the line, I wouldn't mind getting involved in that side of stuff, the business side, because like you need good people in the sport, and I don't think there's, there's enough of them. I think I am one. Um, I think I... I honest person and I wouldn't want to take advantage of anybody here, but at the same time there's good things to do in the sport Danny just um, uh, you know because how we're, you know our, our, obviously you went through dark days I, I don't doubt that for a second when you had to retire but have boxers come have any boxers had to pack up actually picked up a phone and spoke to you who might have seen how well you've handled the last three years and how you've um, come out of it after three years I've had a few rang me and um, spoke to me about um, like the medical situation and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's just been, you do, you get people talk to you all the time and that, and they say to you like, how did you come through that like that? And I go, well, I don't know. It's just, it's just me in it. Do you know what I mean? It just, it just is the way that it is. And I think you've got to, and if you, like I say, I just think you've just got to do, you've got to get on with it. That's the only way I can, I can, I can, I can explain it. And I've been looking at, Looker. Round four over to you, John, and um, the rumours of a feud. Yeah, yeah, it, it's just boxing talk, isn't it? We all hear it all the time, but people trying to drum up trouble, and it's been between Andre Ward and Canelo. Now, I saw Ward shut it down pretty much straight away like Andre does, but it got me thinking about what a fight that would have been between those two. When, when Ward retired back in 2017, Canelo was a middleweight. I think he'd just fought Chavez Jr., and it's a fight you would never even have imagined. But since then, Canelo looks, he looks unbeatable at 12 stone. And he set his sights on light heavyweight. And you'd make him a favourite against everyone except better be ever, wouldn't you, I think? Um, who'd win Ward and Canelo? If, if you split the difference and make it 170 pounds. Um, we've seen Canelo struggle against a master boxer in Floyd. Uh, but he was very young. We've seen Ward get hurt, but show he can turn it around like he did with Kovalev. I, I just think Ward was a master at detonating the bomb, wasn't he? He could make a dangerous guy ineffective. And I, I, I'd pick Ward to beat Canelo on points, but what a fight, you know, what, and what do you two think of that one? Me, you I know think... what? I, I was wondering if people want to hear Danny more than me, because he's, you know, he's, he's been in the oh, ring. 
Um, I'll, I'd go Ward, I'd go Ward as well. And but I think we always look at people when their careers are over and realise how good they are, like we did with Lennox Lewis. You know, Ward's career is over, and when you look back, he's got some legacy. So has Canelo, but he's still building that. Maybe you ask in a year or two, and I'll say Can- Canelo would have won. A, um, sorry, Canelo would win. But you know what? You said that Ward's denying a few, a few, but he turned, still turned around and said, Canelo never mentioned my name. Yeah. <laughs> so it just tells you the, 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 you know, the, fight, the fighter's mentality. What do you think, Danny? Um, I think it's a close one. You can't, you can't go against any of them. But for me, I think... Ward has the style to beat to beat Canelo, if you know what I mean, because Canelo now at that weight, what he does is he, he bides his time and waits for that shot and breaks you down. I'm not too sure he could do that with with Ward. I think he'd have to take something to him because Ward is too clever, too clever for that. He know that's what he was doing, and he did. He'd be able, I reckon he'd be able to maybe like you know scrape his way through the fight, just edging the rounds by being a bit tapping and being a bit busy, busy because you you know Canelo is that not actually that busy. Don't throw that many shots. He, he bides his time and he breaks you down until you can't throw anything and then he'd beast the shell. <laughs> he just <laughs> up or knock your spark out. So I think it, it, that's why it's interesting. The, the, the brains are on the same level. The brains are on the same level. The power's with, the power's with Canelo, but it's, it's Ward's savviness that he's shown in time and time again. That he just, it's like, he's one of them guys who just looks unbeatable. Um, like, like a Floyd Mayer, they just, they just seem like there's just something about him where you think like, they don't give anything away. They don't give you nothing. Uh, and if they do, if they do, they, they get out the way around it and win the next round. They're just, they're just nightmares. That's why I'd describe them. Round five, um, Rose in bloom. About Brian Rose, he's going to... Boy, I think we're going to end up talking about Sergio Martinez. He fights Berm, so, fight that's gone under the radar because there's something else happening at Tottenham's ground on Saturday night. Um, Brian Rose goes to, I think it's in Madrid on Saturday, and fights Sergio, Sergio Martinez. Sorry, certainly you'd ask, where can the winner go? Maybe, you know, it leads to a bit more for, for Brian if he can win because of the name. But, I, you know, what I'm, I'm scared for Martinez. You know, we're talking of all these guys coming back, Holofield, Riddick Bow. you know, and obviously I'm not saying Martinez is at that stage, but I'm really scared for where this will take Martinez um, if he keeps winning because... He's not an Evander Holofield on you know who's fighting on a cele- or, or, or who's on a celebrity circuit. He's fighting to try and get back and earn a big fight. He's 46 years of age. You know, he, he's last, you know, he, he beat Mark, you know, back in 2013, there were signs of decline, you know, when he barely scraped through against Martin Murray. Although Martin was fantastic that night. And you know, you think of that belting he took against Cotto, um, was it three years ago? No, longer, longer than that, yeah, 20, 2014, sorry, before he retired and come back, come back last year, he had six years out, sorry. It's, um, I just find it scary where he's going because he's, you know, we, while we're talking about all these ancient guys, you know, you know, putting themselves at danger, I think Sergio Martinez is potentially at more danger because he could end up in a fight against one of the, you know, one of these, middleweights who are 20 years younger and aren't there to keep him up or entertain the YouTube crowds. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think personally think that it's... I mean, no offence to Brian, but Brian's never fought in that level, but he's going to be coming there thinking like this yeah. is like his, his, his highlight fight. If he beats Sergio Martinez, I mean, like that's like pound for pound, wasn't it? do you know what I mean? At one stage, he was pound for pound number one in the world, so... I mean, if Brian, Brian beats him, it's somewhere else, in it? Do you know what I mean? So he's coming with everything that he's got. Do I think that he's in the same class 
as as in no no offense to Brian, he's just not like he's a different different kettle of fish. But physically, last time I seen Sergio Martinez, he just doesn't look the same fighter. He's quite he's an explosive fighter. He always has been. He sits and waits and he lets lets his hands go fast bombs. But he looked open last time I saw him. He looked easy to it, and that wasn't always the case with him. He was he was hard to it. And like you say, he could not use spark, he could not use clean out. So, but I think now he's, he's easier to it. Like you say, he's dangerous because now he's going to be getting it a lot in sparring. He's going to be getting it a lot more in the fights. Um, so you never know if Brian starts landing that jab and starts working him and starts opening him up, and he hasn't got that, he hasn't got the answer that he used to have, Sergio. Then, then he could get beat. He could get beat, and then, but if, even if he does win, like you say, he goes on to bigger things. It's not good in my opinion because he's not going to win a world title. So, what's he doing it for? Your last one, Danny. AJ Usyk, over to you, Danny. Yeah, so well, I thought I'd pick this one because um, obviously it's a big one this weekend and it's an interesting one. Um, like I, I, when it originally got made, and I, I watched, I watched Usyk for for years, and obviously Joshua since since the amateur days. I was thinking, I don't know who to pick. Like I just genuinely don't know, don't know which way I could go with it. Um, but now it's getting into fight where you're kind of mirroring all the boys speaking and I'm starting to speak to like you sick because it's just it's just like it, again no one's shown a way to beat him no one's shown a way to beat him and I think if he gets in that, into that rhythm with, with Joshua if he gets into that rhythm I don't think Joshua's going to bring him over because he tires and he does he like when he lets his hands go in punch, punches in bunches just this physical makeup he does tire for a bit and then you sick will just run away with it but at the same time, if he does fight, if he can start, if he can get that counter in because he's fast and he hits hard, I think I think Joshua can knock him out. So I just don't know which way to go. <laughs> but I'm, I am swaying now towards Usyk a little bit at the moment, definitely. I'm um, I'm I'm going the opposite way as the fight gets closer. I I, yeah. just think, I just think if Joshua doesn't overthink it, he's a big fast. Combination, yeah. you've got a punching combination against Usy, can't you? You yeah, can't yeah. get involved in a sharpshooting thing, he'll pick you apart. And yeah. I just think if he doesn't overthink it, he's aggressive. I, I think he, the first time he puts a combination together, Usy might struggle. But yeah, I, th- I, I, th- I, th- I think that myself. I think that myself. Bound, I think he's got to put them together. He's muscle bound and he does tire. Mm-hmm. So if he, I mean. if he loads up and gets frustrated and misses wild for, after four rounds and he's not made an impression, Usyk could run away with it. And that's what the mm. intrigue is in it for me. I, on the face of it, I just see Joshua winning pretty dominantly. But if he's not made an impression in four rounds, I can see it going the way you say. Yeah, that's that's what I think. I think if he gets into that rhythm, I think it's it's hard to get him out of it. But yeah. it's, that's what I mean. If he doesn't get him get into that and he can like counter him nice and fast and he puts his punches together, then at the end of the day, he's a big, strong, bigger, stronger man. And, and at the end of the day, he won a world, he won Olympic Games. He knows how to box. He's class. He's a world champion. It's just that it's just that if he starts fencing with him, he, he, oh, something like that, he'll get in that rhythm and the defeat, everything, and he doesn't tire. Usyk does not tire. He's just it's like Lemonchenko. They could just go. It's like they could do that all week. Yeah. It's crazy scary. You know what? I'm like Danny. I'm. Uh, I mean, John's made a really good, made a really couple of good points there. Why Joshua with them combinations could win this? Okay, not easily, but comfortably. So that's in my mind. I start. I'm. I'm a bit like Danny. I've not quite jo- gone over to the Ukrainian side or the dark side as such. You know, I, I'm still. I'm still with AJ. But when this fight was being spoke about months ago, I was yeah. Usyk's it's got all that awkwardness, and it, he can. He can be awkward. He can be busy. That can really 
frustrate Joshua. But ultimately, Joshua will overpower him in, in eight, nine rounds. That's what I've been thinking. It's got to this week and I've started reading what people who are really, whose views I really <laughs> respect. And suddenly I'm thinking... I can see Joshua getting a really stinking points decision. And I'm looking <laughs> on Sky Bet today at the four to one they was offering for that, <laughs> thinking we well, should have a bet. You know what? And that's what makes it such a fight. You can't miss this weekend. I'm still going to, yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what, the split decision, Joshua, was 18 to one. Um, I'm now thinking, I'm not going against Joshua. I do think Joshua will win, but it just shows how you can be influenced by what people you respect say. Like, you've made a case there, there, John. Um, you know what? He's a different fighter altogether, Joe Joyce, to Joshua. But you, you know what? Usyk really hurt him when he was in the WSB. And, that, you know, that, that little thing, that's, look, it doesn't mean he's going to do it to Joshua because they're different fighters. But... You know, who Susik has hurt big men before he, in that WSB. He, he, he was he was fighting big, big men, really good men. You know, if you was in the WSB competing in that, that division. You were good fighters and he was beating them all in there. Mm. Yeah, you've got to respect his power. I don't care about the weight. His power, his power, he'll knock him out. He's a big man. He can knock him out. It's not that. It's being able to, if he can get to him and without getting caught himself. With them big shots, do you know what I mean? I, and I then that's... We've seen him with Breedis, haven't we? Uh, who's good at Chisora. I, I thought Usyk beat Chisora pretty handy, yeah. but he made him work. Uh, you know, he had yeah. to work Usyk for that. Um, mm. And there's been times when he's been involved in pretty hard fights at a much lower level than Joshua. But I, I just can't wait for it. I think it's going to be but, great. And the one thing you do know, Usyk's not going to freeze, is he? The occasion's not going to be too big for Usyk. He's going to love it. He's going to so, love all that, yeah. Usyk, the best Usyk we've ever seen. You know, and you know what? Also, you mentioned there Chisora. A lot of people making the thing about how he struggled against Chisora. Yeah, you you go back about out. Derek. Derek has been a fantastic fringe contender for years. Everyone's had to work against him. You know, yeah. you you speak to David Hay. You know, he he was being you know, and he's admitted to privately to people when he fought him that night, Upton Park. He was starting to run out of a bit of gas hay that night before he pulled it out with that shot, which power can do. You know, you know. Chisora makes everybody work, even those, that are, you know, even the good fight, the really good fighters that beat him. I think a lot too many people are reading into Usyk not having a great night, they're saying, against Chisora. Chisora makes everybody work. And he boxed his head off. Yeah. I, yeah. So what do you want? Yeah, he worked for it, but he, bo he boxed his head off. I mean, like, what do you want? Like, all right. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't dev like, do it devastating, like what some of them have done, but mate, he boxed his head off. So, yeah, yeah it, it, was, yeah. it wasn't that easy. But I, I don't think she's all for, for especially with his style against Usyk. He was good running at him, <laughs> running yeah. at him. So, you know what I mean? Like, he, he's, and, and he's a tough man. He can take shots yeah. just all. He was running at him, though. So, I mean, it's, an, it's, not, it's not like it was, it was, it was hard and he, and he overcome it and boxed his head off. So, he, he's still, he's still, I don't think people, people understand that when they watch it. They just kind of just go, oh, well, they didn't take him out of there. He didn't, you know what I mean? Like, beat, beat him up. It, but it's one of them. Yeah. Boxing. Well, before we go, fellas, we'll get a prediction on the fight. What, what are you going to go for, Danny? Um, I don't know. I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm going I'm, 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 I'm to go, I'm go what, with what I think will happen will be a close points decision for Joshua. But I do think that in that case, I do think that U6 probably won. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll have um, 
I'll have Joshua in eight. I, th I think he, I think he'll land enough early to take some steam out of Usyk and then catch him. But yeah. it, it could go I the entire opposite way. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think it's either Joshua stoppage or, or, or getting points. it close on points. I don't, I can't, see, I just can't see Usyk stopping him. But you don't know. I'm going to go Joshua points, unanimous, but close. And uh, one of those fights where you know that the, the the challenger is screaming blue murder at the end. That little yeah. that little chunky fella who manages him, threatening to chin everyone in the ring. That's that's my <laughs> prediction. And the way I tell you what, the way all this Joshua Fury bullshit's happened, wouldn't it just be sub's law for it to be a draw? Oh, oh don't don't you even I go there. It. I tell you what, no, if, if you know, we've been talking on this podcast, John, a lot about how the heavyweight division is parked up. How much would that park the fight up again if they box yeah. the draw? They couldn't do a deal with Usyk to step aside because he's not the sort of guy to before we've seen that. Suddenly they, they order another rematch and Joe Joyce is parked up for the WBO waiting. What happens then? Don't even, yeah. don't even say that, John Evans. And with that, <laughs> I think you're leaving it on a, on a note we, 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 that we don't want. Um, Danny, thanks very much for joining us tonight, and hopefully we can get you on we'll in. Bring a... up another belt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do another <laughs> belt room. Danny, brilliant having you on tonight, mate. Bring uh, up another belt room. Um, good seeing you over the weekend, and seeing you flying along the canal yesterday at about five minute kilometres, wherever you were going at. Yeah, nice and fast, nice. Well, let's see if I can do that for the marathon. <laughs> <laughs> John, thanks very much as always, mate. I'll get you. I'll let you get back to Lloyd the dog, so I could hear him barking a little bit earlier. Oh God, crying! He's been a baby. <laughs> Thanks everyone else for listening and we'll be back next week. Thank you. For all boxing, info, news and latest interviews, amateur and pro, across the north, click and subscribe. VIP, boxing promotions. Also, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook.